With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Football Weekend Warriors Show. Saturday, December 15th. Happy to be with you here. I'm your host, Anthony Aniano, representing rotoballer.com. I'm going to come at you for about the next 30 to 45 minutes. Guys, congratulations. You're still alive. You're still in the playoffs. It's week 15. You're in your semifinals, so good for you. Well earned, well done, and good luck this week. Don't forget, head over to rotoballer.com. Check out everything we have there. The main page, premium package, expert chats. You know the routine. Rotoballer.com has got you covered. Um, uh, baseball's coming. We got hockey. We got PJ Golf on the agenda. We got all sorts of stuff, as well as the rest of your fantasy football season, dynasty football, whatever it is you are looking at. Click the radio tab and check out all the great stuff there at Roto Baller Radio, including the After Hours show on Tuesday, the Weekend Warrior on Saturday, both hosted by me. You've got Fantasy Bomb. You have DFS Basketball by uh, the Round Mound of Rebound, Josh Hayes. Okay, you got Kyle on the YouTube channel and Raph and Josh, Monday to Friday, Sirius, Sirius XM, 6 to 7 a.m. And Raph, Josh, myself, Sundays, Roto Baller Game Day, uh, 10 to 11 each and every Sunday morning. So make sure you listen to all of that Great stuff. Guys, having a ton of problems with Blog Talk Radio. I really am, and I don't know why. Recorded this show earlier this morning. It didn't connect. There's a way to do it. It didn't connect. I'm actually doing this now through my telephone line today. Hopefully the sound quality is okay. I do appreciate Just wanted to get some content out there for you uh, for week 15. Guys, I'm alive in four leagues, semifinals, two money leagues, Sirius XM host league, and I'm in the conference top ten finals of the Scott Fishbowl. But I took a hit Saturday. I took a hit. Not Saturday. I'm sorry. Thursday night. I took a hit. My Chiefs, you know, I'm heavily invested in Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Tyree Hill's eight points, a big hit. Mahomes, 243 and two touchdowns. Who would have thought that would be a hit? But it was. He gave me about 21, 22. And the reality is I'm used to 35. You know, that, that's what hurts. The saving grace for me, one spot, I did use Jackson from San Diego, 58 yards and a touch, gave me about 17 in a PPR format, and Damian Williams in a PPR format, two, two of them, Sirius XM Host League and one other, uh, gave me about 30 points with his two touchdowns, 49 yards rushing, and then his 6 for 74. Essentially what we have figured out now at this point, guys, is you play whatever Chiefs running back is starting. I mean, that's it. You play your Chiefs, Okay. Hill was a disappointment. Kelsey had a nice game, gave you 13 in a PPR. Okay, Conley was a letdown, and that was really it. Mike Williams, he could be, he can end up being this week's fantasy superstar. Two rush, two touchdowns through the air, one on the ground, a two-point conversion, gave you 30 plus points. A huge, huge game for him. Ty Williams ended up being the uh, target monster for the Chargers with 12 after Keenan Allen went down with the hip pointer. They're saying may miss a week or two. That was the biggest fantasy killer of the day, giving you a goose egg in a must-start situation. Injuries happen, nothing you can really do about it, except hope for better and hope somebody comes along this weekend and saves you. And this weekend starts today, starts in an hour. 
Saturday, 4.30 Eastern time. Texans at the Jets. Guys, remember my theme from last week. Fantasy playoffs is all about trust. It's all about trust. And really, who do you trust in this game? There's three players I consider. Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, and Lamar Miller. Kiki Kuti is listed as out for the Isaiah Crowell, Quincy Anunua, out for the Jets. Crowell season's actually over. Okay, so I trust Deshaun Watson against the Jets defense that's allowed 21 passing touchdowns, that's allowed nine quarterbacks, over 20 fantasy points, and 22.1 fantasy points a game, which is right at the league average of 22.1. The league average against uh, running backs, 24.8. Against wide receivers, 35.8. And against tight ends, 12.3. So Deshaun Watson is there. If he's been your quarterback, he's gotten you this far, continue rolling, not running scared of this Jets defense. At the running back position, Lamar Miller. Okay, he's hit or miss. We know this. That's what he's been all season long is Lamar Miller. But Jets have allowed 11 rushing touchdowns, seven running backs over 15 fantasy points. Lamar Miller, if he's your RB2 and he's done you well with 909 rushing yards and four touchdowns, you keep rolling with him. And Hopkins, obviously, a must-start. Nine touchdowns over 1,150 yards, 84 receptions against the defense that's allowing 40.8 fantasy points a game to wide receivers, about five more than the league average, 13 touchdowns to wide receivers, 13 wide receivers over 15 fantasy points. Nick Kiki Kute, like I said, is out. Demarius Thomas has been a non-factor. On the Jets side of things, Sam Donald, no. No Quincy Anumla. You can't trust Robbie Anderson. Can't trust Jermaine Curse. No Crowell. Do you lean on Elijah McGuire? I've seen that where I'm desperate for a flex option. Elijah McGuire against this Texans D. Okay, guys, seven rushing touchdowns allowed, five through the the air to running backs, eight running backs over 15 fantasy points in 13 games. Not a great number. Tough matchup for this Jets offense and Elijah McGuire. Okay? Broncos at the Browns, 8.30 tonight, 8.20, I believe, actually. Should be fun. Over-under for this one is 47. I'll be out at a family party. This will be on in the background. I'll have an adult beverage in one hand. I'll have some cheese and pepperoni in the other, and I'm all set to go for my Saturday night. Okay, Broncos, guys, Deshaun Hamilton is an interesting play. He had a nice game last week. Okay, keep in mind, Denzel Ward, Browns rookie cornerback, fourth-round pick, uh, fourth overall pick, out again, second week in a row with a concussion. Browns have allowed 12 touchdowns to wide receivers, 11 wide receivers over 15 fantasy points. You've got Cortland Sutton. You've got Deshaun Hamilton. Those are the two big names right now. And I've been leading Hamilton playing in that slot, playing that Manny Sanders role. Okay, Both wide receivers are flex option. If I have to in a PPR format, I'm going to lean Hamilton in this one. Phillip Lindsay is a must-play. Browns have allowed 14 rushing touchdowns in 13 games. Give me Philip Lindsay. Royce Freeman, just not enough volume to make himself interesting. Lindsay, in fact, could go over 1,000 yards today. He's at 967 and nine touchdowns. On the Browns side of things, Baker Mayfield has 19 touchdowns, 10 interceptions against the Broncos defense. That's allowed 22 passing touchdowns. Mayfield is a solid two QB league quarterback. Nick Chubb is a must play. He's been terrific. Okay. <laughs> they traded Carlos Hyde legitimately so the Browns would have to play Nick Chubb, and it was a brilliant move. Okay. Broncos have allowed only seven rushing touchdowns this year and only two to running backs through the air. None in the last three weeks. Only seven running backs over 15 fantasy points. But, but, Nick Chubb uh, has proven himself as a worthy RB1 
down the stretch. I'll use Landry, 14 touchdowns to the wide receivers. Antonio Callaway, strictly a deep flex option. Najoku plays. Broncos have allowed five tight ends over 10 fantasy points. Najoku in my lineup for Cleveland. Okay? Packers at the Bears. Sunday, we move to Sunday, 1 o'clock, Green Bay at Chicago. Over-under is 45-and-a-half. And really, guys, what a, what a fall for Grace from Grace for this Bears, uh, for this Packers offense. Okay? Bears have allowed 20 passing touchdowns, only one in the last three weeks, less than 20 points allowed to quarterbacks, only seven quarterbacks in 13 games over 20 fantasy points. It's a matter of trust. Do you still trust Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers with 23 touchdowns, only one interception. Do you still trust him? If you do, you're playing him. If you don't trust him, somebody asked me on Twitter, Anthony Trubisky or Rodgers. You're playing Rodgers in that situation. Who are you benching Aaron Rodgers for is really the question. Devonta Adams plays nine wide receivers over 15 points, 12 touchdowns to wide receivers. He's got just on the 1,200 yards and 12 touchdowns, 92 receptions. He plays. Aaron Jones, a brutal matchup. Okay, I cannot classify Aaron Jones as an RB1. I can't. Okay, Bears defense has allowed three rushing touchdowns all season. Four on through the air. Only five running backs all year over 15 fantasy points. Aaron Jones, if I could find another option, I'd do it. Problem is, tough to find 23 other running backs better than Aaron Jones. Okay? On the Bears side of things, I can't trust Jordan Howard. I can't trust Trubisky as a top 12. Packers have allowed 22 touchdowns through the air. Okay? Howard, maybe he trips over the goal line. I know he had 100 yards the other day. But Tariq Cohen is the running back to utilize in a PPR format for these Bears. Okay? Six only. Packers defense is good. Only six running backs over 15 fantasy points. That's it. Ten rushing touchdowns, however, allowed by the Pack. I love Cohen this week. Howard may trip over it. But, again, it comes down to trust. Howard has lost my trust as this season has gone on. Allen Robinson's in a nice spot. Packers have allowed 19 touchdowns to wide receivers this year, almost 40 fantasy points a game. Remember, the average, ladies and gentlemen, is 35.8, so they're giving up more than the average. Okay, Trey Burton in a decent spot at the tight end position. Uh, okay, uh, if needed, you can utilize him. About nine points per game, Packers allowing to the tight end. Okay, Taylor Gabriel, Anthony Miller, low-level flex plays. Lions at Buffalo Bills. Guys, when the over-under is less than 40, run from this game, and that's what it is, 39-and-a-half. Okay, Detroit, uh, uh, on Johnson out, Stafford questionable. Kenny Galladay has been a missing piece now for two weeks in a row, and he faces a Bears defense that's only allowing 29 points to wide receivers. Again, the league average is almost 36. You're looking at seven points less than the league average. They're number one defending quarterbacks, only allowing 17 points a game, only four QBs over 20 fantasy points. Okay, LeGarrette Blount, Zach Zenner, who knows who's going to be the star there this week. Can't trust the Lions. Kenny Galladay is nothing more than a wide receiver three. On the Buffalo side of things, McCoy is questionable. Ivory's questionable. Josh Allen plays in a two QB league, and it's strictly because of his ability to run. He's got 490 yards rushing and five touchdowns against this, bear, this Lions D. That's given up 25 passing touchdowns. Two QB leagues, uh, Josh Allen is a play. If you love Lamar Jackson, you've got to love uh, Josh Allen even more because Allen throws the ball and runs the ball just as well as Lamar Jackson. Tampa 
at the Ravens. Okay, we've, we've leaned on this Tampa offense quite a bit. Mike Evans we've talked about, Adam Humphreys, Deshaun Jackson is out, uh, Chris Godwin, Peyton Barber, Jameis Winston. This week it's tough. Ravens, second best in the league, only 19 fantasy points a game to quarterbacks. Okay, only 29 points a game to wide receivers. I have Mike Evans all the way down as a low-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three, and this is a guy with 1,200 yards and five touchdowns. Can't play Peyton Barber. Okay, only six running backs over five fan, uh, over 15 fantasy points. I can use Cameron Brait again. Tight end position is thin. It's running on fumes. But the Ravens have allowed six uh, receiving touchdowns to tight ends, have allowed seven tight ends over 10 fantasy points. Baltimore side of things, guys, Lamar Jackson's in play. Tampa's allowed 29 passing touchdowns. They've allowed 10 quarterbacks over 20 fantasy points. But here is my concern. Joe Flacco's healthy. What happens if Lamar Jackson struggles? Would the Ravens, as they fight for a playoff berth, half a game behind the Steelers, would the Ravens, Ravens go back to Joe Flacco mid-game? Just keep it in mind that scares me a little bit. Gus Edwards, Kenneth Dixon, both in play. Tampa's allowed 20 total touchdowns to, wide, to running backs. 14 on the ground, 6 through the air, 29.3 fantasy points a game. It's a ton of fantasy points to running backs. League average is 24. It's about five more than the league average. Ravens wide receiver situation. Listen, Tampa's allowed 18 touchdowns to wide receivers. Like I said last week, I prefer Willie Sneed in the PPR format. If I'm chasing touchdowns, it's got to be Michael Crabtree. Okay? Cardinals at the Falcons. Okay? The over-under for this gem, 3-10 and 10 versus 4-9, and nine, is 44 points. On the Cardinal side of things, it's David Johnson, and that's really it. I can't trust Larry Fitch, Fitz as long as he's tied to Josh Rosen. Now, David Johnson, 810 yards, six touchdowns, okay, against the Falcons team. That's allowing over 30 points a game to running backs. 11 rushing touchdowns, four on the ground. And here's the number that I like for David Johnson. Atlanta's allowing seven and a half receptions a game to the position. Rosen should be able to check down all day long to David Johnson. In a PPR format, he could PPR your opponent to death. Ten running backs over 15 fantasy points. Now, the Falcons have allowed 19 touchdowns to wide receivers. But again, any wide receiver here, and it's only Larry Fitzgerald, is tied to Rosen. Ricky Seals-Jones. A low-end tight end option. Now, on the Atlanta side of things, Cardinals' pass defense we know is good. Patrick Peterson is an elite corner. He has the potential to limit Julio Jones, but you're still going to go with Julio Jones. Mohamed Sanu is a wide receiver. Three at best. You can't use Mohamed Sanu. Matt Ryan plays. Cardinals have allowed only 16 touchdowns all year, though. Tricky game for the passing attack of Atlanta. Tevin Coleman in line for a nice spot, though. Cardinals have allowed 16 rushing touchdowns. They've allowed two touchdowns to running backs through the air. 30.4 fantasy points a game. Both of these teams struggle to contain running backs. Austin Hooper, obviously in play at the tight end position. Six, six tight ends have scored over 10 fantasy points against the Cardinals. Okay? Raiders at the Bengals. 3-10 and 10 versus 5-8. and eight. Another stinker. Okay? Derek Carr is in a position to actually be useful. 18 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 3,400-plus yards against the Bengal defense that's allowed 27 passing touchdowns. If you're desperate, if you're desperate, Carr's in play. Doug Martin is useful, 
20 total touchdowns to running backs allowed by the Bengals. 32.2 fantasy points, worst in the league. 11 running backs over 15 fantasy points. I can't trust Jordy Nelson unless I'm desperate for a flex play. 14 touchdowns allowed to wide receivers by the Bengals. 15 wide receivers over 15 fantasy points. Jared Cook, obviously, a must start. On the Cincinnati side of things, Joe Mixon's an RB1. Raiders have allowed 10 rushing touchdowns. Raiders don't allow receptions, though, to the position. Only three and a half. Keep that in mind. Only seven uh, running backs over 15 fantasy points against Oakland. Tyler Boyd, nice matchup. 19 touchdowns allowed by Oakland to wide receivers. About the league average, 33.8. I roll Boyd as a wide receiver three, high end. I can roll uh, Joe Mixon, obviously. Azuma at tight end if you're desperate. Nine touchdowns to tight ends allowed by Oakland. Tennessee at the Giants. Okay, another one o'clock game. Uh, seven and six versus five and eight. Giants trying to get to 500 somehow, some way. Odell Beckham is out for this one, so keep that in mind. Give me Saquon. Give me give me Sterling Shepard as a wide receiver. Three. Now, keep this in mind. Tennessee super tight against t- running backs. 19 a game. Only four running backs over 15 fantasy points. Only six rushing touchdowns allowed. No receiving touchdowns allowed to running backs. Only 4.2 receptions a game to running back position. Okay, all of this does not bode well for Saquon Barkley. Over-under is 43. But at this point, Barkley is must-start category. Okay, Shepard. 11 wide receivers over 15 fantasy points. Like I said, a wide receiver three. Evan Ingram against this Titans defense. I don't like it. They have not allowed a touchdown to a tight end all year. Only one tight end all season over 10 fantasy points. Tennessee side of things, guys. Do you play Derrick Henry? Okay, Derrick Henry now at 712 yards and nine touchdowns. The most uh, misconstrued stat, I think, right now in fantasy football. Derrick Henry, if Derrick Henry goes back and gives you 50 yards and a touchdown, I think you're happy if you're starting him. I don't love it. I don't love Deion Lewis. They're nothing more. Neither one is anything more than a flex option. Corey Davis, okay, a, uh, a useful wide receiver three. Giants have allowed 10 touchdowns to wide receivers, uh, eight wide receivers over 15 fantasy points. Mariota plays in a two QB league. Dolphins at the Vikings, another one o'clock game. Minnesota trying to salvage their season right now after that debacle the other night against Seattle. Miami coming off the miracle win against uh, the Patriots on the flea flick or, or the uh, whatever you want to call that uh, with Kenyon Drake running one in. Ryan Tannehill's a 2QB league. Remember, the Viking D is good. Vikings defense played a good game the other night against Seattle. They finally, remember, it was a fumble return for a touchdown. Minnesota's defense kept them in that game. They're at home. New offensive coordinator, hopefully rejuvenated team after that embarrassing loss. Okay? 15 touchdowns through the air allowed. Tannehill, nothing more than a 2QB league. Can't trust the Dolphin running game. You've got Gore. You've got Drake. And now Brandon Bolden's running in touchdowns. I can't trust it. Not against the Vikings defense that's only allowed six rushing touchdowns. Dolphins passing attack. Kenny Stills, Devonta Parker, too inconsistent to trust. On the Minnesota side of things, guys, Dolphins have allowed 26 passing touchdowns. They've allowed nine quarterbacks over 20 fantasy points. Kirk Cousins at 24 touchdowns on the year. I play him. Great matchup for Dalvin Cook this week. Great matchup. 
Dolphins allowing over 27 fantasy points a game to the position. 10 running backs over 15 fantasy points. New offense coordinator wants to utilize Dalvin Cook more. I love the matchup this week. 10 touchdowns allowed. Thielen, Diggs, both play. Keep in mind, Miami's top cornerback, Xavier Howard, doubtful for this week. Kyle Rudolph, a good matchup as well. Miami's allowed nine touchdowns to tight ends, seven tight ends, over 10 fantasy points. Washington at Jacksonville. The only thing I take out of this game, really, is the Jacksonville defense. Okay, Washington starting Josh Johnson at quarterback. Adrian Peterson has been a non-factor the last few weeks. Jordan Reed is out. They haven't had a wide receiver to trust all year. If you want to roll Vernon Davis as your replacement for Jordan Reed, it makes sense. Jaguars have allowed eight tight ends over ten fantasy points. On the Jaguars side of things, it's Leonard Fournette. It's D.D. Westbrook as a wide receiver three flex option. Washington has allowed 18 touchdowns to wide receivers. They have allowed 14 wide receivers over 15 fantasy points. And Westbrook looked good last week. I think he had about 88 yards uh, and a touchdown. He's up to five touchdowns on the season. He's a flex play. Cowboys at the Colts over under on this 44 and a half. Dak, Elliott, Amari Cooper, and walk away from your Cowboys. All of them are, are must-starts. Dak is a, a borderline QB1, an obvious QB2. Colts have allowed 19 passing touchdowns. Elliott collided up, in a PPR format especially. Colts have allowed over seven receptions a game to running backs. And Amari Cooper's playing at the greatest level he's ever played at. He stays in your lineup. Although, keep in mind, the Colts' secondary has been tough all year. Remember the league average against wide receivers is 35.8. Colts only allowing 30.1. Only six wide receivers all year, over 15 fantasy points. Colts secondaries played well. Colts side of things, uh, uh, Andrew Luck plays, Eric Ebron plays, T.Y. Hilton, if healthy, plays as a wide receiver too. Byron Jones, one of the best corners in the league for Dallas. They're only allowing 28.9 points a game to wide receivers. Only six wide receivers, 15 fantasy points. Only 10 touchdowns to wide receivers. Tough matchup for, for uh, T.Y. Hilton. He's listed as questionable. Marlon Mack against the Cowboys defense, I try to avoid. They've only allowed five rushing touchdowns, only seven running backs, 15 fantasy points, although they do allow six catches a game to the position. 4.05, we have Seattle at the 49ers. Over-under is 44. Okay, Breed is questionable. Jeff Wilson, wide receivers are beat up. Dante Pettis. Listen, it's Kittle, and that's the only surefire play there. All right, we saw what the Seattle defense did last week against Minnesota. Okay, their secondary is young and aggressive. Okay, their front seven really shut down anything Minnesota tried to do. They got pressure on Cousins all week. So now you got Mullins, maybe Jeff Wilson. Okay, Wilson and Breeder, whoever starts is a low-end RB2. Okay, low-end, borderline RB2. All right, 49er passing attack is not something I trust. I roll Kittle, obviously. On the Seattle side of things, I could play Russell Wilson against the 49er defense that's allowed 28 passing touchdowns and nine quarterbacks over 20 fantasy points. I could play Chris Carson against a 49er defense that's allowing 25.1 points a game to running backs. That's allowing almost six receptions a game and a total of 13 touchdowns to running backs. Uh, uh, Rashad Penny is doubtful. Baldwin is questionable. Tough to rely on them. No penny. More carries for Carson. I like that. Tyler Lockett, a must-start 
49ers allowing over 38 points a game, two wide receivers, about three points more than the league average. They've allowed 20 touchdowns to wide receivers. They've allowed 15 wide receivers, uh, uh, 15 or more fantasy points. Pats at the Steelers, James Conner listed as doubtful. Did get a little practice in. Doubtful to me means I can't start him. Jalen Samuels is involved against the Pats defense that's allowed six rushing touchdowns and four touchdowns through the air to running backs. Samuels was decent in a PPR format. He didn't run the ball great, but he did give you six or seven catches last week. Patriots allow over six receptions a game to the running back position. Samuels a low-end RB2, especially with Connor out. Big Ben plays, Juju plays, Antonio plays, Vance McDonald. Uh, Patriots have allowed eight tight ends. Over 10 fantasy points, 7 tight end touchdowns. I'm willing to use McDonald at the tight end position. Patriots side of things, okay, we know we play Brady. Okay, I play Edelman. I play Gronk. I'm playing Josh Gordon this week. Steelers have allowed 11 wide receivers over 15 fantasy points, 36.8 points per game. Guys, the over-under is 54. I'm pretty certain it's the biggest over-under of the day. As I scroll through, yeah the biggest over-under of the day. You play players when that over-under is at 54. You're looking at potentially one of these teams putting up 30 points. Sony Michelle, James White, low-end RB2s. Steals a tough against running backs. Nine rushing, four receiving touchdowns. But keep in mind, only 3.8 receptions per game. Tough for James White. Only 20.4 points a game to the running back position. Again, the league average is 24.8, about four points less. Only six running backs over 15 fantasy points. Okay? Monday night, oh, Sunday night, I'm sorry. Sunday night, Eagles at the Rams. The Rams will rebound. The over-under on this is 52. No Chris Carson Wentz, no Corey Clement. Okay? I'm using Goff. I'm using Gurley. I'm using Cooks. I'm using Robert Woods. It's a matter of trust. I trust them. They've gotten me this far. If you survived the cook, uh, the golf debacle last week, if you survived that, feel comfortable going back to him. Feel comfortable. That Eagles secondary is beat up. This game is in Los Angeles. Rams still fighting to clinch that home field. Okay, they're there with the Saints. Both of them are at 11-2. and two. Both have primetime Sunday-Monday night games. Josh Reynolds is a wide receiver three flex option against an Eagles secondary that's allowing almost 43 fantasy points per game to wide receivers. On the Eagles side of things, we know Carson Wentz is out. It's Nick Foles. It's no thank you. Okay? Even though the Eagles should be playing from behind and trying to catch up. Rams have allowed 27 passing touchdowns. The only way I'm starting Nick Foles is if I lost Wentz and I have no other option. I have no other option. But honestly, I would rather Lamar Jackson or a Josh Allen, somebody who could tuck the ball and run for me 80 yards potentially on the day. Okay? The running attack of the Eagles is tough to trust. It's inconsistent. Rams have not given up a touchdown to a running back in the last three weeks. Look for Darren Sproles to be involved in a PPR format. Josh Adams, we loved him. He's just not getting enough volume. He's less than 10 carries a game. Since he's taken over. Eagles wide receivers, who do you trust? Do you trust Aguilar? Do you trust Tate? I have a hard time doing it. Do you trust Alshon Jeffrey? I have a hard time doing it. Okay? 12 wide receivers over 15 fantasy points from the Rams. Tough to trust any of them. I saw somebody in the league at the last minute start Chris Conley 
over Golden Tate on Thursday night. Now, it didn't work because Conley only had two catches for 19 yards. But it shows you how little faith right now people have in the Eagle wide receiver core. Love Zach Ertz this week. Okay, uh, I think he had 24 or 26 receptions, uh, targets, I should say, in the two weeks that Nick Foles started earlier in the year. Zach Ertz continues to be the best tight end in the league. Finally, Monday night, the Saints at the Panthers. Panthers fighting for their playoff life, 6-7. and seven. Saints sitting at 11-2. and two. Over under here is 50-and-a-half. Okay, Saints have allowed 24 touchdowns. Panthers have allowed 27. Okay, both teams have allowed uh, eight quarterbacks over 20 or more fantasy points. I can utilize both of them comfortably. I can utilize McCaffrey, Kamara, and Mark Ingram to a lesser extent. But keep in mind, these are two of the better run defenses in the league. Saints allowing only 19.5 points per game to running backs in a PPR. Panthers only allowing 20.2. Panthers only allowing a little over four receptions a game. Saints allowing about 5.5. Problem is, at this point, you're not benching Kamara or McCaffrey. Saints have allowed 10 touchdowns total to running backs. Panthers have allowed 12. Okay? Saints only allowing five running backs all year over 15 fantasy points. Panthers only allowing six. The wide receiver position for this, guys, you want to use more from Carolina. I understand it. I won't touch, touch bunches. Curtis Samuel's a wide receiver, four at best. But if you want to use the rookie, DJ Moore, Saints have allowed 17 touchdowns to wide receivers. 45.3 points a game, 13 wide receivers over 15 fantasy points. Okay? I use Cam, I use McCaffrey, and I can use DJ Moore. Ian Thomas had a bust-out game last week. His long-term prospects look great, but keep in mind, Saints allowed two touchdowns to Cameron Brait last week. Other than that, they've only allowed one other and only one tight end over 10 fantasy points. Okay, Michael Thomas starts for me from the Saints. It's the only wide receiver with consistent targets. I roll with him. Kamara, Breeze, Ingram, to a lesser extent. All right, everybody, that was a quick run-through. Not much to dig that deep on because of the fact no bye weeks, and we're relying on our trust of our players. You know who the guys are who got you here, and that's who you're using. You're not getting too cute here. But anyway, thanks, everybody, for listening. Follow me on Twitter at Aniano Fantasy. Make sure you tune in tomorrow to SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio, 10 to 11. Real Talk Raft, Josh Hayes, myself, Roto Baller Game Day. And head over to rotoballer.com. Check out all the great stuff we got going on there. So make sure you enjoy all of that. It's been fun, everybody. I'll be back Tuesday to re- uh, review all these games and look ahead to championship weekend. Good luck. Enjoy your Saturday, folks. Have a good one. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.